Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Rushville. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Rush County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. The Hammer and Nigel Show. Jason Hammer right over there. My name is Nigel. So, Hammer, a quick update to a story we had last week. You were actually out the day we talked to Melody Gandy. She was set to testify last week, along with other foster parents, at the State House for Bill 1188, HB 1188. She's all about protecting the children in foster care from being forced to visit with an abuser, being sent back to unsafe homes, and getting out of foster care faster. That's what this bill is all about. Um, we'll go to the drivehubler.com hotline for an update. Uh, Melody, back on the phone with us. Melody, so it was, uh, I, think, I think, a week ago today that we were talking, and you were all set to testify the next morning at the State House uh, about getting this bill passed. Um, you were heavily involved in the foster care system and you are um you are the mother of an adopted son and by the way again congratulations he's just a beautiful little boy so thank you so tell us tell us where we're at did you wind up testifying no i sadly did not so there were there was a small group of foster parents who had been asked to testify for hb 1188 um last wednesday morning we were supposed to be at the the state house at 8 a.m and if you can imagine you know being a parent with kids you need to get off to school or you need to be at work we all you know changed our schedules and made sure we had child care in place to be there because this is an important bill all of us have taken care of foster children in our homes and have, you know, experience. We are on the front lines of caring for these children in our homes. So we have that experience. And we wanted to share with the committee of this bill why we feel this bill is so important for children who are in foster care in the state of Indiana. And so there was a small group of us. Um, we tried to get into the hearing, but we were not able to even get into the hearing. So we weren't even in the room. We were like, it was just a group of us, probably about six or seven foster parents, having to stand outside the committee hearing room for this bill and had to stand outside and wait. Um, and then just to find out they weren't even going to call us to testify. Well, that is rude, if not despicable, Melody. I'm sorry, well, you guys. It was, it was just very disappointing because here we are, you know, we are Indiana citizens who are voters, who are, you know, taxpaying citizens of the state of Indiana, but who also care very deeply for children. A lot of us, I mean, there was one mom there who's been fostering for 10 years. Um, she's adopting her home. She, I think she lived like two hours away. Um, and so I think it ended up that they did have two foster parents testify. I think the concerning part was that it didn't feel balanced. Um, they had DCS and they had um, two judges who were given the floor and who are opposing our bill. Um, and they were the ones that were given ample time to testify against this bill. So, Melody, help me out here. You made time. You went there at 8 a.m. You did everything right. They asked There's you to a, come down. They asked you to come down. You did everything by the book as you were told to. And these people made this experience 
experience miserable for you, and they allowed your opponents to speak and not you. Do I have this correct? Yeah, I mean, they still allow, I mean, there were still foster parents who were able to give their story. But like I said, it just didn't feel balanced. It felt very, um, like it was heavy on the opposition of why this bill shouldn't happen. And it was not child centric at all. There wasn't anyone talking about the child. It was more parent centric again about, you know, we ha- let's talk about the parents. Let's talk about DCS. Let's talk about what it's like to be a judge in the system. Well, well and like I, what I did afterwards is I went up to the house floor and I looked for legislators that were in that meeting and I found one and I spoke to him directly. And I said, this is disappointing because you need to be listening to us. We are the ones who are caring for these children in our homes. We watch the trauma that they have to go through. And so you need to be also, I I agree, you do need to listen to the opposition that you have to do that anytime you're trying to get a bill passed. You know, you can't just have, you know, you got to have pros and cons for everything. At the same time, you know, you you also need, it just felt again, like a gut punch of like, as a foster parent, like, our voice doesn't matter. And that's what I told that legislator. I said, we are trying to share these stories because these children are innocent and they need somebody to advocate and be the voice for them. And Melody, I'm so glad you did that because it's worth reminding everyone, these people work for you. They work for us. They are the elected officials and they work for us. And I understand sometimes when meetings run long and time becomes a factor and things get cut short, but it sounds like they They not only did that, they never let you in and they treated you poorly. Who's in charge of the committee? Well, I would say that committee person, he has come back to us. I would not say it was all on him. I would say that he he has come back to us and has shared that he does want to hear. He wants to do like a Zoom call at some point and listen to our testimonies and make sure that that we are, you know, heard at some point. The bill um, is on pause right now, um, and it has not been voted on. So, why is there such? I, I think the last week, um, you or your your friend that's, that's helping you out, Braylon, yes, was Bray, yeah. um, she used the word tunnel vision for the state getting these kids back into uh, certain situations, um, being sent to unsafe homes, and 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 not being able to get out of the system quicker. Um, why? I mean, just talk about what HB 1188 is and how, you know, what your experience has been like. Yeah, so HB 1188 is a, a bill that we would like to see passed because we have seen um, a lot of situations, including her, she had two foster uh, care. She had two children in foster care that were having to do visits with their abuser. So these, are, this would be somebody who has abused this child. That's the reason why they're in foster care, and they are having to do visits with their abuser. And sometimes that is a parent, or sometimes it is a step parent. But we don't want children to have to be forced into those situations. And so we are asking that. 
that children should not have to go and do visit, forced visits with an abuser who is possibly sexual, especially in regards to sexual abuse. We don't want those children to have, they're already living that trauma. They've lived it. They don't need to have to keep being triggered by that. And so that's one part of the bill. The other part of the bill is that right now in the state of Indiana, we do have laws for termination of parental rights and that there's a certain time frame that a caseworker and DCS need to file for termination of parental rights. But unfortunately, and in the situation of the foster parents that I was testifying with last week, none of our kids had gotten to TPR. So for example, my husband and I have been fostering, um, our foster, our, our newly adopted son um, will turn four in a couple weeks. He's been in the system since birth. He's been in and out of the system since birth. So we had him, so he had been in foster care for three and a half years and his case had never gotten to TPR, which means- wow. You know, and and there were kids stories that I heard where the I mean we're talking four, five, six years, they're still in care. We need to tighten that language up. We need to make sure that if there are laws that are saying by twelve, fifteen months if these parents aren't doing their court ordered services, we need to file for termination of parental rights. And so if there there are laws out there and policies, we just need to be making sure they're they're happening. And if they're not, then we need to have this bill come in so that that language is tightened up and those things are being enforced. So, Melody, finally, uh, what's the status of HB eleven eighty eight? And do any of the lawmakers have your back on this? So right now, like I said, the bill was not voted on last Wednesday. It's on pause. Um, they are working on the language of the bill. Representative Good. Lauer is the author of the bill. He he came out. I, w- I want to sing his praises because he came out of that hearing and he specifically shook each one of our hands, told us how sorry he was that happened the way that he did. And he is such a champion for these kids and has authored this bill. And we appreciate him. So I know he's working on language for the bill so that I can go back to the committee and hopefully be voted on. Melody, so. uh, Melody, best to you and your husband. Uh, give our best to Braylon for us and please keep us updated on this. Sure, I will. Thank you so much.